Hello, hello. It is Sunday, March, good God, 14th. And this week was the anniversary of COVID being announced as a pandemic. So yay, happy birthday. (laughs) Wow, what a completely uneventful year, I think, for most people. It feels like a blur. I went and got a haircut yesterday. And I go religiously every four weeks for Saturday morning. And it felt like I had just been for a haircut like the week before. So I think at least as I look back on this year of mostly working at home and just a lockdown. One thing that I've noticed is... Not that I had a super exciting life, but I did stuff. I'd hang out with people. I would do the odd social thing or go out and do stuff on my own. Now that's all gone. And so now the way I see it is when you do the same thing day after day after day, your work all blends together. Excuse me, your days off blend together. Everything just kind of blends. And when there's no notable things happening or going on it's just time at least your memories don't have these things sticking out that are kind of different (laughs) I guess is the only way to put it and so now it's just this blur like I think we went home again for the second time in late October early November something like that so All of Christmas, January, February, and now halfway through March, I've been at home again. The first stint was the first March through April. So March, April, May, June. Like, it's just such a blur. And it's, I feel bad for younger people because I think they're missing out on a lot. Um, I'm sure my kid will tell you he doesn't miss school, but he's missing out on some good years, maybe some friend-making years, some years where he would kind of pick what he likes or develop into what he likes. Um, And he's doing it alone, or at least with his parents, which is probably pretty boring. I'm sure he's happy enough just gaming away. (laughs) Um, One thing I have noticed is he busts out of school, so he doesn't have... There's the benefit of he wakes up eats, does a school, when it's, when the assignments for the day are done, it's done. And so you're not locked into school for these six plus hours um, each day, including being there for lunch and then bus rides. So that's all gone. So to those who can facilitate their kids doing it at home and if they enjoy it and the program works out and the teachers care and and the parents are They're making sure that they are getting educated. It might work. And there are those that it will work for. Probably the more shy or introverted children. And that's what I have. (laughs) And the other thing is, this last year, and I know for me it has kind of graded at times, is extroverts are, I think, suffering to a point. I'm lucky that there's things like Skype, Teams, um, just apps like that, that on Friday I reached out and said, hi, how you doing? Hope you're staying safe to a few people. 
And at least I have that ability. So you can still type chat, but it's still not socializing. And I think with me, at least, it goes up and down in waves on whether I need socializing. So it's interesting. I think introverts are having a better time. Um, There are some people that just prefer maybe peace and quiet at work. And this lets them put their head down and just work away without interruption. Um, Once again, for me, I think I flourished when there was some background noise, chitter chatter. You can pop your head up and ask somebody a question if you don't know it. Granted, now you can just type it, but it's not the same as maybe delivering it in person or asking in person. I play a role in my job where I am teaching and kind of mentoring some new people or younger people in a role that I had before. And I prefer it in person where you can kind of look at somebody's face and maybe you can tell right away if they understand what you're talking about and you can work accordingly. So that has kind of gone away. But yeah, a year. It's incredible. Like I said, it has completely flown by. Um, I am curious that once the vaccine rollout happens, how fast, what's the saying, flatten the curve. I want to see if it flattens it or if it only works for a few people um, around here. It's the 70 plus, 80 plus. I'm not sure where they're starting. My mother is going into her 80s and she's going to get a vaccination in two weeks. So that's the 80s. Then they'll maybe deal with the 70s. And that's in a more small town setting. I'm curious when it'll get down to me who's approaching 50. And then as you get younger and younger, is this going to take months or the rest of the year? What's it going to take before we get back to air quotes normal? If we ever will. Like, it's so nuts because where I'm at now in my city, there's tons of that variant now flying around. And so it just feels like, even though it's been a long, drawn out year, it feels like this vaccine happened fast. So a lot of questions. Are any Is anyone going to have reactions to it? It feels like there's at least three, four, five companies now, I think, in Canada here, didn't Johnson and Johnson just get okay to start pumping one out. But then again, I'm not Captain Chemistry, so I don't know how fast it takes to uh, whip up a batch. How big's a batch? The one vaccine I thought it needed ultra cold freezers or really cold fridges to transport it and keep it operating. It's like, or not operating is the word. Um, whatever for storage for it to work and so it's so strange when you think the last major pandemic here was a hundred years ago right before the roaring 20s and sadly that took us into the great depression and world war ii so let's let's not go there again (laughs) but it's just been what a year like if you told me 
two years ago even because I think we first started hearing about this in what would have been fall 2019 and then by spring 2020 the lockdown happened or it was officially deemed a pan a worldwide pandemic so it's strange and I would like to see because I think I just saw the other day that um, new births are on an all-time down spiral. Um, what is it? They project the United States will have 600,000 less births in 2021 than what the normal average is. So whatever the opposite of a baby boom is, that might be happening. Um, I'm curious to see. I'm a stats nerd. So like, has the divorce rate gone up or down during this? Or are people not allowed to move out? on each other and are you forced to maybe work your problems through in the old 1950s style of marriage where you just you work shit out because divorce was so frowned upon and I think that's where the term spinster even came from because it was a derogatory term for um, single middle-aged women and so we've come a long way and we view the world differently but just to say that we're hopefully coming out of this thing and what will come of it will maybe a dating and a baby boom come out of it because I think last I saw online 51% of people were single and the whole new dating world of I could make a whole podcast about dating apps and statistics and all that stuff and how it's actually not working and creating the opposite it's not making couples but I digress um so yeah I just wanted to kind of reflect now that it's been one year I think I'm in my ninth month of rebooting this podcast so that came from it that's a positive I had made my list of things right around probably lockdown time of things that I wanted to get done in my life and a lot of them are put on hold thankfully I was able to do some of them and so I'm hoping that's instead of just sitting and kind of waiting this thing out I hope some other people found some time to build on themselves and then maybe kind of build their relationships that they have with people and I'm already 11 minutes in but that's kind of what I wanted to touch on today was still kind of making the best of it and just moving forward and still just not sitting here and waiting and like I said I had that to-do list that I made up when I a got back into shape and I'm still it's so funny I'm going to derail for the last time here hopefully every February and I swear it's because it's the coldest month here or at least it feels like it for me on average. Every February is when my eating habits and mood 100% dump. And I find March is my kind of climbing out of the hole, rub my eyes and get back to where I wanted to be for my goals. And so February was pretty snacky for me, pretty lazy for me. I wasn't able to run because of a giant stint of minus 40. So it's nice that I am able to find this motivation in March and go forward and get this last little bit of my fitness goals kind of hammered out 
and I'm once again pushing to keep running. I keep hurting myself, and so now I've sought out a routine for um, stretching. I believe, what was it? When I looked up these calf pulls, apparently once men hit 40, they constantly pull things in their legs, especially joggers. So when I was looking into it, I came across the term muscle pliability. And it's actually, it's funny, it's a big thing that Tom Brady's TB12 company talks about with their programs of longevity. And considering he's my age-ish, and he just signed a four-year extension with the Buccaneers, that's insane. But when I did this research, he is a really big proponent of what they call muscle pliability. So I've returned because I got lazy about it after the last pull I had. I had a foam roller. And so I took to rolling the pull out. And then once I kind of felt better, I ran and ran. And of course, I got a muscle pull again. The same. It's the soleus muscle that kind of between the big calf muscle and the Achilles tendon. It's that V-shaped kind of part of the calf muscle. And that's what I keep pulling. And so now I'm going to proactively stretch, roll until it's painless um, and just keep on top of it. And now just now that I know that that's a huge culprit for joggers and especially I don't know what it is about why they say men are affected by it more, but I just have to kind of make this time in my day for 15 to 20 minutes to sit there and roll my calves across this like pool noodle looking thing (laughs) every day and just like it says keep your muscles kind of pliable and kind of because there's when you tear and it heals there's like scar tissue in there and that's what you have to break up with these foam rollers and get it worked out or else you'll just keep pulling and then feeling better than pulling and this vicious cycle so now I have to come up with this stretching routine and rolling routine and I'm going to I did it before and I did a half run today because I don't want to push it and I could feel it was starting to get a little tight and then tonight again I'm just gonna have to keep rolling out these injuries and just being proactive because we're not young forever and yeah i do like the running it affords me to kind of snack and eat a little more in a day because I think if I just sat there and did nothing in a day I think my body just naturally burn around 1800 calories ish so going for walks going for runs and staying active ups it to where I don't feel like I'm hungry <laughs> constantly so but yeah at least during the pandemic I lost some weight I trained and was able to run 5k, I revived this podcast, and I still have that list of three, four, five things I want to do once it lifts, and one of those things is get people in my house again for this, so people who do humor me and listen to this don't just have me to listen to. I still think the one I did with Neil in December was fantastic, and the other two or three that I did with guests through discord it was good it was nice to have just not me talking but I still would rather talk face to face with people and just have that time but the ones I did do over 
um, a chat program. They worked okay. So that was neat. And it was learning experience too to kind of set that up above and beyond after making a kind of recording area in my house with the arms and the pop filters and the mics and all that stuff and then switching it over to just me with one of them and then a headset on listening to someone somewhere else so if this is prolonged until the 40 year olds get the vaccine then so be it maybe i'll have a couple more guests on i'll look at it and yeah july will be the one year of weekly which is so once again like i said it's flying by um yeah the other thing i found besides working on myself and i'll wrap it up on this was making better connections with the people that matter around you and i do like i said i took the time to message out to a couple co-workers hey what's going on and just kind of peek in see how they're doing see if they're saying staying and the one thing that i think is kind of a neat little story and i'll end on this like i said when i was in university so 19 20 21 like young like late teens young 20s every sunday like clockwork my mother would phone me i knew it was coming and she knows i'm out the night before going nuts and so but it was like and it wasn't even that early like me i wish my memory was better it was probably between 9 and 11 so she probably gave me more than enough time but of course, the call woke me up every Sunday, but it still every Sunday, hey, how you doing? And it's amazing now to me. And I just thought about this the other day and kind of how the tables have turned because she was the one that was worried about me all the time and my survival in the world. And now I'm phoning her at least once a week and seeing how she's doing and how she's getting along and because she's on complete lockdown because like I said she's in her 80s and you don't she's was a nurse so no chances she doesn't want to take chances she'll wait for a vaccine she'll follow the recommended doctor's orders and run it that way safe so I haven't even gone there to visit her in a year I think I was there last July so long no not last july oh my god two julys it's been forever i don't know the last time i've been in my childhood home it's depressing that way but to kind of get back to this full circle notion i found it when it dawned on me i found it very amusing but kind of it it made me feel kind of happy in a weird way that it went full circle from the parent needing to check in on me at least once a week to make sure that I was alive. Probably Sunday probably meant more that it was just Friday night and Saturday night it had happened. And she phoned and I wasn't in a ditch. <laughs> and so um, now it's turned around that I'm getting a hold of her and checking in and kind of doing that not goodwill call but just like checking in to see to make sure everything's okay and just it's weird and I think it's more a sense of and I don't want to say who 
cares more. Whoops, should have turned the phone off. Um, it's not about who cares more. It's more about who's worried. And it's kind of weird and neat to see that switch to the point where it was the parent always checking in to the point where it's the kid always checking in now. And it's weird. And I'm assuming this happens at all points with people that genuinely still get along with their parents, of course, that being a vital key to it. And those who are compassionate and caring, I guess, too, for those around them. And so, yeah, it just, I don't know why it dawned on me now, but there had become a point where I consciously started reaching out once a week. And it's kind of neat. But once again, now (laughs) I'm the healthy one, I guess. I'm not, not to say she's reckless, but I'm not the one that's, um, how, what, how would I put it? I'm just, I'm not under any threat. I'm a boring dad. (laughs) So it's always like the people my age that are worried about everybody, whether they're the aging parent. And then of course my kids either with me or with his mother constantly. So that hasn't become a thing yet and I'm assuming I'll become that guy when he becomes a young adult also so neat things kind of to think about this week as we celebrate celebrate um one year of COVID moving forward hopefully won't have to talk about this in the middle of March next year or if we are we can be talking about the fun things we plan to do in the summer of 2022 with zero restrictions let's hope for that uh right on yeah have a good week and yeah happy birthday and fuck you covid